everyone. Welcome to RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host, Lord Amadeus, the owner and CEO of RAWF in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is here, the legend himself. Please welcome... Good evening, El Vacant. Hola. Hola, señor. ¿Cómo está? Um, not too bad. It's been a it's been a long week, I must say. Radiversary, a pretty tiring card, I must say. Uh, some very brutal matches, and it's not even over yet. But uh, yeah, right there, we have a lot of things to talk about from Radiversary, to say the least. We'll be talking about those momentarily. How was your Radiversary? How did uh Taco sales do. Oh, it's through the roof. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So, uh, with that being we said, discuss my salary. I shouldn't be making more money from tacos than I am from my, you know, my my appearances. Well, if, if you're making money in tacos, you don't need a big salary. That's not how that works. That 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 that's how that is. That's Separate how business. I work. Separate business. Hey, okay. Anyways, with that being said, El Vacant, uh, maybe maybe I will raise your salary. We'll see. Uh, but let's, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, get the rankings done for the week? And, right uh, out of the gate, huh? Right out of the gate. Why not? All right, I can do that. All right, everybody. This is nine out of ten matches, which, you know, if you, if you understand how math works, that means there's one match on the count of four, and I... Bet you you can guess which one it is. <laughs> Radiversary. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, if you know how you're doing at Radiversary, you might be able to do a little, you know, mental mental math and gymnastics here. Okay. So here, let me get a quick little agua. Ah, all right. Here we go. In 25th place, we have the Cougar. In 24th place, we have the Hawkster Bully. In 23rd place, we have Denzel the Giant. In 22nd place, we have the most aptly named person in the company, the unsettled Chris Gage. In 21st place, we have one of the scariest people in the company, Uncle Frank. In 20th place, we have Dev. In 19th place, we have... I See, I, I wanted to call him his old man because I liked how it rolled off the tongue. I don't know that Hell Machine rolled off the tongue quite as well. But Luke Gage is in 19th position. In 18th place, we have Bonnie. In 17th place, we have Kane, the governor. Do, do we know? Do we know what he's governor of? I just wondering. Like, or does he mean like governor, like you have on a car, so it can only go so fast? Like, what? What? What does he say? I don't. I don't know. Uh, okay, you're giving me a look again. Fine. In 16th place, we have Lady Vex. In 15th place, we have Killer Neptune. In 14th place, we have the Brick City Bard himself, Liam O'Shaughnessy. 
In 13th place, we have the Paragon of Greatness. In 12th place, we have, oh, look at that, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. Who Hobo is he killed in 12th place? In 11th place, we have this month's extra point tourney winner, Rattlesnake Ron, which I, I think this is the first time I've ever, not only is this the first time I've ever seen him in the top 10, but he, like he's all the way up there at number 11, so good for him. In 10th place, we have Claymore. In 9th place, we have Big Greg. In 8th place, we have Hot Hot Chaz. In 7th place, we have Hola, Maeve. You're in 7th place. I'll talk to you in a little bit, okay? Um, in fifth, uh, sorry, in sixth place, we have everybody's favorite fashion consultant, the Teflon Chic. In fifth place, we have the current world champion, the immortal Griffith. In fourth place, we have simply the best. In third place, we have Mithras. In second place, we have these. And in first place, still, we have another fiery little redhead over there. We have Tigris. So there you go. That is our top 25 with only one outstanding match to go. All right. That's indeed it. The top 25. The only thing not counted into that is a Radiversary and the Radiversary preview scene, which will get counted uh, hopefully later this week to give ourselves a final top 25 for this rankings period. And, yes, congratulations to Rattlesnake Ron. He is the winner of the Extra Points Tournament this month, giving him the extra 25 points, which <clears throat> jumped him up to 11. So. All right. That being said, let's take a look now at the Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament for 2021. Uh, how that is going right now we are in round four and uh, in round four the immortal Griffiths has defeated Lady Vex to move on to round five we have Ricky Hot Rock taking on Lightning Leanne Crypto Zoo Mauler taking on uh, Devilish PC Wolfie has beat Bar- Bad Karma to move on to round five uh, Leo is currently taking on Uncle Frank Strangleheart defeated Tamaris, Tramaris to the bone to move on to round five. Mabel Hare defeated Cassie Joe to move on to round five. Also moving on to round five, Marquis, Marquis de Sade, uh, Sassy Applebee's, Brunette Strangler. Boy, some big names still left in this tournament. Denzel the Giant, M. Ace, Dick Von Thunderpants have all moved on. We are waiting on Aaron McFadden versus The Undertaker. Menzino versus Uber Vegan TPO and Johnny Blaze versus Prince to round out round five. But yeah, there's uh, still some big names left in the Xanther tournament this year, and uh, gonna be gonna be very interesting to say the least uh, as we move continue forward uh, in the Xanther Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. All right. Time to get to some GM reports now. Uh, we will start with Ultimate Gauntlet and bring on our GM for said division. He is. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine from the bread to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. Better 
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the paragon of greatness. Good evening, paragon. Oh, hold on a second. Let's try this again. Good evening, paragon. Good evening, LA. It looks like our run of one and done has finally come to an end, and there is one word that can describe the story of this week in the Ultimate Gauntlet, and that is unsettled. That's right. We have a match at the top of the week, Zyberlinks versus Chris Cage. Chris Cage defeats Zyberlinks, moves on to his second matchup, where he takes on the Cougar, also deathly defeating Cougar. He is now in his third match with Lady Vex, and I don't want to say that he's won this match yet, because Lady Vex, a newly minted Hall of Famer, can never be counted out, but right now he is in an advantageous situation. It looks like we may have somebody with a real run on our hands. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Paragon. Getting a, little, getting a little dramatic now in the Ultimate Gauntlet. Got some action going on. Chris Cage could possibly be the next challenger if he keeps up this keeps this momentum going. We shall see. Next up, I have a tag team report from Unstoppable right here. Uh, tag, tag Season 5 has started. Good luck to all teams. If you haven't joined the Extra Points Tourney, now is the time. The Extra Points Tourney will be closing immediately after the radio show. So you don't want to uh, get left out of the Extra Points Tournament. Uh, it is you have until the show ends. I'll go ahead and put the link in the chat just in case you all haven't seen it. Um, Our Soul of the Month has started. I can tell you that much. And, and oh, yes. All right, so with that being said, uh, also Powerball, I believe now, is just, just started signups mere minutes ago. So you want to jump into the Powerball scene, guess your three numbers. If you get, uh, you get one of the three numbers right, between 1 and 50, you get put into the Powerball tournament to see who will be the next contender for the Powerball title. If you get lucky and guess all three numbers correctly, you get an immediate shot at the Powerball Championship. So get in there and sign up now, because you, I believe he only gives you 48 hours. So, all right. Next up, she is our high-voltage and anything-goes GM. Let's bring on the one and only. <laughs> What doesn't kill you makes you stronger Ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, L.A. How are you? I'm wonderful. And uh, L. Vacant, say hi to Cougs. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. I thought we had already left there. Oh, I mean, that's right. You sound much better today. Thank you very much. I've been trying to take care of myself this week. 
Well, let's first off, it's not your job to take care of you. You have a husband for that. He needs to be better at his job. Um. Mm. Well. Um. We we'll, we'll talk about, about that later. About, yeah, we we'll we'll be discussing that here in just a little bit. There's something uh, we need to we'll need to talk about uh, concerning Nightcrawler like here. I said the wrong thing. Mm. <laughs> cool. Great. So, how about that local sports team? Yeah. <laughs> How are th- so I see I see oh, what where do you want to go first anything goes or high voltage uh, let's do high voltage because I just did that one and it's in sign up it will close on Wednesday the 9th we have a new high voltage champion in Mr. Unsettled Chris Cage uh, Wolfie did accept his position as the defending champ losing so he will be going into season five along with Mithras, Simply the Best, and Hobo. Again, if any of those want to decline their position, please let me know immediately so that I can put somebody else in that spot. Remember, there is a three-day time limit in this division, and we have the new rule that if you have three timeouts, your opponents will get the maximum trash talk of points. Ooh, that is a, that's a good rule. Wow. Okay, so... Ah, that's gonna that's good. Ooh. All right. So anything anything to report from anything goes. Tomorrow we will have a triple threat to decide who will take on Hobo. It is uh, DW, Mithras, and Rattlesnake Ron won a bye from last week. Their match tomorrow is poor poor Strangle. Too bad he got kicked out. It's the bull rope match. Wrestlers are tied together by the wrist. No aerial moves allowed. No drop kicks allowed. No strategic moves allowed. No defense. No bag of trips. 150 health, five-day time limit. Mm, all right. Going to be going to be. So that's tomorrow on Superstars, a triple threat match? I will set that up tomorrow for Superstars. All right. Remind me to send me, send me the info so I can make a graphic for that for the show. You got and, it. Uh, all right. All right, so thank you very much, Coobs. Moving on, uh, first of all, I want to remind everybody, and since I do see the champion here, the Saturday Night Champion Buckshot, the Saturday Night Championship will be defended tonight at the top of the hour against someone randomly chosen from the chat that is in RAWF and is an eligible member of the company. So uh, make sure you keep talking and make your presence known in the chat. The championship committee is watching. They will make a decision uh, by, at, by the top of the hour. All right. Next up on our uh, GM reports, I'm bringing in our Hatfield and McCoy GM. He belie- I believe he just walked in. Please welcome.
gentlemen, Judgment he is here. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, Amadeus. How you doing? Do you have a report for us for the Hatfield and McCoy? I do, I do, I do. Um, sign-ups have started. Um, I sent a, a message out to everyone this past week. Get a, you can sign up for it. Sign-ups end tonight after the radio show. And then uh, we'll be setting matches uh, starting this week. So get in there if you got. If you're not in there right now, go ahead and get signed up because once the sign up is signed up, you're signed up, signed up. You can't get in there and sign up again. Okay. Thank you very much, Judge. So signups ongoing for a high voltage Hatfield McCoy and Powerball, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you get to all three and get yourselves signed up, or as Judge says, signed up to be signed up if you haven't already signed up. Have you signed up? I have not signed up, but I don't want to Would sign up. Would you sign up this time? Because oh, you don't want to sign up? Okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't need to sign up, but thank you. I appreciate you asking. All He's right. too good for him. Mm. Uh, and let's see here. One last thing to, of note. And there's 32 to 1. And I believe 32 to week 32 week one is underway as of Wednesday. So good luck to everyone in the 32 to one winner face the Immortal Girls for the Supreme Fighter Championship at Philadelphia Freedom. Woo! All right. So with that being said, L vacant. It is now time we turn our attention to Radiversary and what all has happened there thus far. It has been very interesting. First of all, uh, the tag team challenge. We kind of we between NC and Hot Shot Chaz. They were take take on a mystery team. This team, quote unquote, kidnapped Nightcrawler's cat Theo, uh, and those the pair the pair happened to be Chris Sharpenstein and the Lord of Pain Denunzio. But uh, it was a very chaotic match towards the end. Nightcrawler got himself disqualified, losing the match. Thus, he would have to pay to get his cat back. But when the match was over, Nightcrawler absolutely lost his shit. I mean, I have never seen uh, someone so angry, so frustrated. And I, I don't know exactly what all would happen there. But, I mean, even even his partner was a little flummoxed by the, by the attack. Uh, by what he was doing, he was taking out refs and fans and all kinds of things with that guitar. Uh, I'll ha- I'm going to try to have a discussion with Nightcrawler about his actions, but it does appear uh, he did not have a good. He had a moment, uh, to say the least. Whether that w- will be repercussions from that, uh, we will find out. But uh, that's what we were kind of talking about there, El Vacant, a little earlier. Uh, Nightcrawler may not be in a very good place right now. I mean, or, you know, he's in a really good but violent place. I mean, we are wrestlers. Sometimes that, that's the case. True, but uh, this is a little bit more than you would expect. Uh, you know, he, and plus, you, you know, attacking a ref is always not uh, wise and or legal. I mean, it's frowned upon, sure. It's frowned upon. We'll go with that. Pandora's Box of Fun match. Marcus Caliber defeated Chris Sharpenstein. Uh, that one was a very brutal match as well. Uh, the Teflon Sheik defeated Moxie in their million-coin match. 
uh, and walked away with a cool million. Uh, so congratulations to Teflon Sheik. Marcus Conan got some vengeance for IKP as he sent Chris Cage out on that ambulance. Another extremely brutal match, I have to say. That one was a little hard to watch. It, it was extremely hard to watch. And uh, But Marcus Conan uh, won the match. Hopefully got a little retribution for IKP, but I don't know if that means it's the end between him and Chris Cage, because uh, Chris Cage doesn't tend to take losses like that well. And so we will no, see and, what and, happens. You know, uh, the real side is like some some wrestlers might you know think twice about maybe going back after Marcus after after you know that kind of brutality, but 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 Chris is kind of you know loco, um, so like he, he's probably sitting somewhere healing up giggling about it yes indeed uh but uh, we thought that match was brutal if you didn't see the vending machine of pain match that was just as brutal uh if not worse especially considering what happened there towards the end liam o'shaughnessy was victorious uh, was victorious over the Lord of Pain Denunzio, but apparently one of the weapons in the vending machine was the taxidermid head of Mama Moose, much to the dismay of Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, yeah, but Mama Moose is very popular. I, I suspect people are very upset. Do we know what, how that got in there? I, I have no idea how that got in there. I, I, you know, Leah. I think I'm not sure if Liam or Denunzio or if they agreed on what was thrown in there. But I tell you what, I, I Hobo Ezekiel was not happy. He attacked Liam after the match, and as you can see, Hobo has been out in the chat with that head, uh, grieving over the fallen Mama Moose. We'll have more on that in just a little bit as well. But um, yeah, Hobo is not in a good place either after. Uh, but I mean, the match itself was absolutely insane. The things that they used was—it's just—I I mean, they. I was waiting for a cheese grater. Yeah, a cheese grater. Uh, my microphone somehow—they got a hold of my microphone. Uh, it's a. I don't know. It it was, ending, it was just brutal, absolutely brutal. What happened in that match? It was, uh, yeah, you know, RWF isn't known for you know having a a hardcore uh, pay per view, but apparently they were trying this this year. Uh huh. This was this was. There were some extremely violent matches. All right, but some titles did change hands. The, The unsettled Chris Cage, once again, White Lightning champion. I believe for at least a second time, if not three times now, uh, as as Coogs said earlier tonight, uh, Chris Cage defeated Wolfie to become the new White Lightning champion. Uh, that was oh, another dude. brutal. So Chris Cage uh, in two cr- incredibly brutal matches. I can't believe he'd be able to walk, uh, let alone wrestle. But you know, it is it is what it is. Chris Cage, your new White Lightning champion. Hotness defeated Swords and Scimitars in a match that was surprisingly one-sided. Hotness uh, getting a measure of revenge for the couple of losses they took to Swords and Scimitars in the past. Uh, 
and they 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 were hell bent on be on staying tag team champions, and they sure did last night at last week at Radiversary. They are still your tag team title holders. STB yeah, added. You know, as a note to that match, you know, uh, just the night before, you know, Teflon was out here. It was out here, you know, inducting Claymore, you know, and he said something that I think they heard and took advantage of because in his speech, he mentioned that Claymore was the true power behind Swords and Scimitars. And I think they heard them because they, they, they did not let him tag. They did not let him get to Claymore once that entire match. No, it, it was all they, they, they took the beat down to the tough one sheet. Claymore would never did get tagged into the match. It was a one-sided affair and it was a nearly flawless performance by hotness. Uh, I can't say, you know, I, I haven't seen dominance like that in a tag team title match in quite a while. So hotness definitely showing why uh, they were tag team champions uh, at Radiversary. All right, next up, let's see here. Uh, STB is your new Powerball champion after defeating Papa Shaker, so adding a second belt uh, to his repertoire as he also retained the FUBAR City Championship against Dees. Dees apparently lost the election for mayor of FUBAR City as he took the loss to STB. However, it was as impressive as that sounds, not as impressive as the Immortal Griffiths Knight as he went 2-0 as he retained his men's championship against Hot Shot Chaz, and the World Heavyweight Championship against STB. So STB walked out with uh, an extra title, but it may not have, probably wasn't the one he was hoping to walk out with. The Immortal Griffith, still your world and men's champion after Radiversary. All right, all other matches still underway. Uh, and... So hopefully all those matches will be done by next Saturday and I can give you guys a final rankings uh, next week. But that is where we stand right now. All right. Whew. All right. So anyways, though, vacant, the immortal Griffith walked, he's, you know, before he, before he won the title at uh, unyielding, he had never been able to successfully defend it. He's now got two successful defenses under his belt. And uh, we will wait to find out who he will face at Philadelphia Freedom to see if he can make it three in a row. Meanwhile, he has been men's champion now for 14 months since last year's unyielding as well. So, I mean, and that one is going to be a hard record to break if anyone ever can. Uh, right now, I think you, it's safe to say the immortal Griffith has, is at the top of his game. Uh, considering everything that he owns here in RAWF, all the gold, and uh, including the top title, what's your what's your take on what the Immortal Griffith has been able to accomplish lately? Uh, and what is there to say? Like you said, I mean, you know, he he, he I guess first off, that the that curse is I guess well and truly broken, right? Um, you know, he's not once but twice he's, he's managed to defend now. Um, you know, and 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 both times against some pretty serious opponents. Um, you know, it's not like he, he, he phoned those in. He had some serious fights on his hands, um, you know, and like I said, he's got, you know, he's got four titles. Uh, he's, you know, he's 14 months, you said? 14. Yes, 14 that's, months. That's, that's, that's crazy. 
Um, <laughs> and like, didn't he have it for like, didn't he have not have it for like a month and then have it as a stretch before then too? You know, he might have, he might have, it's quite, I think you're right. So, I mean, for the, it, but, uh, you know, you, you remember the last time he won it is, is where I'm going from as far as his 14-month See, reign. But yeah. you're right. Technically, technically, uh, his reign could be, quote-unquote, longer had he not, not had it for a month. But I will have to look that up and get, get, get that confirmed. But, um, yeah, you're probably right. Because, I mean, the men's title, I, I can't remember a time when we didn't talk about the men's title that it doesn't – that Griff didn't hold it one way or another. So uh, it's getting to, I mean, it's, it's not quite the hobo run that, uh, you know, the title machine had, but it's, it's getting close. It's, it's, it's the way he's, way he's going. It could very well get close. We will see. Um, but at anywho, STB, not a bad night. He did go two for three. He added the Powerball title to his repertoire, unable to get the world heavyweight championship, uh, from Griff, but still uh, a good performance from STB as well. All right. So with that being said, let's talk to the man who is still your world heavyweight champion, still your men's champion. Let's talk about everything we can, anniversary and what the future holds for this man. Fighter, Ultimate Gauntlet, and a missing one. Oh, what am I missing? Which one am I missing, Griff? Look up, your, look on your bandolier. Which one am I missing? No, no, no I have four. Just four? Really? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Four. Okay. Well, you know. All right. So you are four belts, two rings. Four belts, two rings. Yep. You you got all you got all the gold. Partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, exactly. So, talk to me about Radiversary. Talk to me about the match against Hot Shot Chaz first. How did he? I mean, the man can't cut a break as far as title matches, but at least he gave you a heck of a fight. He he did. Uh, I you know I, I mentioned uh, in my in my post uh, my post show uh, little interview that one of your 
<laughs> one of your uh, overly exuberant uh, cameramen caught me uh, after after hours to get. Uh, I mentioned in there, like, uh, uh, look, there's a reason uh, I gave Chaz that sh- that opportunity, that shot. Um, you know, like before I'd even said anything, I said there was a short list of people that I'm probably considering if I were to win the Arsenal tournament again, and he was one of the names I listed. Um, you know, but he he did something smart. Not only did he learn from the other times where I had uh, won that tournament and was able to choose my opponent. You know, I, I, I every time I do that, I do the same thing. I give people the opportunity to, to show me why they should be the person in that match. Um, you know, and, and, and I've always been clear. It's not about me. It's about showing me why you deserve a match. Um, you know, and you get people coming out trying to annoy me, hoping that'll get me to pick a fight. They get people trying to kiss my ass, hoping that'll give me the fight. They, you know, and they, they come out and they try and make it about me and about me. And and it's not about me. And if you'll notice every time I choose someone, that person doesn't talk about me. They talk about themselves because that's the point. So he took that lesson to heart. And he didn't even wait for me to win the tournament. He came out and called his shot when I got into the finals. When I got into the finals, he was so sure that I was going to win that he called me out then and there for his opportunity to face me at Rediversary. And then when I put the the news junket out about, you know, hey, the the challenge is active again, uh, he – he just redirected me to what he'd already said. Um, and like, how do I, how do I not respect that? Right. The kid, the kid's an up and coming star. He, he's got all the fire in the world. Yeah. He's had some frankly shitty luck when it comes to, you know, his performance in pay-per-views and, you know, that might be, that might be a competent issue. That could just be bad luck. That could be any number of things. Right. You know, but, but the fact that he's, you know, I think, from what he said to me afterwards, I think he said this is like his ninth title defense, uh, title uh, shot in a row that he's lost, and it's been like every month he gets a shot, but he just loses. But, but you know, he's getting stuck on that. I mean, I can't, you know, I don't get that belt, but I'm stuck on the fact that that's he got nine title shots in a row. That's that's impressive. Like that that's actually really impressive work, and you know, and in that ring. He gave me a fight. Like, it wasn't like I just steamrolled over him. Like, he gave me a fight. He showed up to make that every person in that arena know who he was, and he did that. So, yeah, he didn't walk away with a belt, but I think he walked away with something more important. He walked away with the respect of the fans and, frankly, my respect. This, This kid's going somewhere as long as he keeps his head straight. Well, I mean, and that's true, although he did not he, – he, of course, was disappointed uh, that about, of his, about his loss and unable to uh, get a title shot after nine attempts at getting a title. He is definitely a little, uh, how do you say, not happy about it. He's hoping to get another shot. He's right now currently high enough in the rankings where he most certainly will get a contender match of some sort. Uh, so, you know, maybe – he keeps plugging at it. He's just got to keep plugging at it is what it, what it comes down to. We will find out exactly where he lands here next week, what contender match he qualifies for. Um, so let's now turn our, ma- turn our attention to the result of the match between you and Simply the Best. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Was, 
<laughs> I, I don't think that's an appropriate name. I believe from now on we call him not quite the best. Maybe simply the second best. Um, you know, I can't argue with that. Considering, or, what I mean, we could go the other route. Leave his name alone, and I'll just take. I'll just have a new merchandise thing where I'll make sure to say better than the best. I mean, you could do that. Those would probably yeah. sell. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely quite confident going into the into the match. Uh, did not was unable to wrest the world title from you. Uh, and congratulations, your second successful title defense. You now have two more than you've ever had in any other reign. Uh, I think the an infinite, an infinite percent more. <laughs> infinite, exactly. So, uh, I mean, obviously that's got. I mean, the first one was obviously a load off your shoulders, but of course, who really, you know, a, a, a two month title reign wasn't going to satisfy you. I'm sure the fact that it's going to be three months now has, has got to uh, make you feel even better. Uh, look, I said. When I when I when I won this title this time, I said I was going to do everything in my power to break that curse, right? Uh, and I mm-hmm. did that. Uh, and then after I won that that first defense, what did I say? I said, you know, look, the, the the secret was I couldn't get complacent. I had to stay focused. I had to stay driven. And I did that. And I did it again. Um, at this point, um, I suspect the that whatever little nagging thing was in the back of my head that kept me from from retaining that that title is well and truly dead, uh, and you know, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best. I, I, I'm curious to find out what the longest uh, world heavyweight title reign is. Like, how many defenses was it? Cause, cause, how many defensive ones? I, I I don't know. I couldn't can't tell you how many defenses it was. I can certainly tell you how many days it was. Uh, um, okay, shoot. Well, that's that. Well, 267 days by Mithras. All right. Well, now I know what I'm shooting for. 267 days, which would be, it was from unyielding, so from March till the end of November, from mid-March to the end of November in 2020, Mithras was the World Heavyweight Champion, and which qualifies... Funny enough, I wanted that unyielding. Yes. So if you are still champion come Black Friday... There, there. I suppose that seems that sounds like it's going to be your goal for this for the remainder of this year. Hold on, to that World Heavyweight Championship become the longest reigning title holder. Correct. I, I, I like goals. Don't we all? All right. With that being said, uh, let's talk now about potential opponents for you, the World Championship at Philadelphia Freedom. Right now, as I look at the rankings, really. Uh, there are five potentials, and I can't and I can't tell you which ones will will rise right at the top because not all the matches for them for Radiversary are over. But let's start let's start with uh, the Teflon Sheik. He's up there right now at number six, uh, possibly looking to get himself a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. Talk to me about what a match against Teflon Sheik at uh, Philadelphia Freedom would be like uh it would be a slaughter you're basing that on you're basing that on your history with the teflon sheik where he's basically uh, never beat you for anything anything like no he 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 talks a good a good game um you know and he's wily in that ring 
but you know what he what he brings to the ring and his strengths that get him into these situations just don't match up when he gets into the ring with the immortal one and and I have I have proven that time and time again and if he happens to manage to get himself into that main event I'll prove it again well, he is probably the least likely. Uh, next up is a, poss- a possible rematch with simply the best if he were to able to somehow creep into the top two slots despite uh, him losing at Radiversary, though it is highly unlikely. But uh, nothing, never say never because simply the best, uh, a rematch with simply the best be to your liking. I mean, I don't really like to repeat myself, but, you know, if he gets the match uh, – I mean, the upside will be, you know, when I beat him a second time, it'll prove it wasn't a fluke. That's true. I mean, and, and frankly, honestly, you know, there is there is a there's one reason I wouldn't mind him getting to that position again, just so I could get him in the ring again, because you know, I I I, I watch, I went back and rewatched the the promo he cut earlier in the day, uh, you know, actually sorry, actually really in the middle of the day, uh, you know, and and his his apparent attitude about holding two belts in the REWF. His, his just dismissive and almost disrespectful uh, treatment of those titles, I, I, I'm not okay with that. Like I, that doesn't fly. You know, if you if you if you if you don't have the respect for the titles you have in the RAWF, maybe you, you shouldn't be here. Maybe you, you maybe you shouldn't have those titles. Um, you know, and like I said in my interview, you know, look, he, he continues going down that route. There's going to be a line forming very quickly to remove those titles from him. And there's a non-zero chance that the immortal will be at the head of that line. Well, number three right now currently is the, the title machine Mithras who could get himself into the top two spots, uh, potentially uh, a rematch against Mithras. Uh, talk to me about what would happen there. Uh, well, you'd make a lot of money. <laughs> That, that is what would happen there. I mean, in the fight, who knows? Like, like here's the interesting thing. Like, I mean, re- recently I've come out on top with matches with Mithras, but overall in the last, what, year, year and a half, where we've really been kind of bumping into each other here, uh, we're, we are dead even. We, we are literally dead even on a number of wins against each other. Yeah, yes, you are. The two of you have had, so have had some hellacious matches with the both of you. Uh, you know, both of you winning uh, dead even. So it will be definitely a lot of money. You're absolutely correct, and it'll be one hell of a match. Dees is at number two right now, and uh, you know he's been he's he's been putting up a pretty good show as of late. One half of the tag team champions. Uh, he was platinum dragon champion for a short while there. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he, his uh, bid to take the Fubar City title did not go. Uh, as he planned, but he is still a potential challenger. What if it's you versus Dees at Philadelphia Freedom? So I, I would say this: it'll be a good match. It'll be an entertaining match. Uh, I actually, you know, I, I actually kind of enjoy fighting Dees. He, he's somehow just put the smile on my face fighting that man, um, and not in like a cruel way, like oh, I like beating him up. He's just, he's just amusing. Um, so. You know, it'll be a, it'll be an amusing match at, at the very least, and I think the fans will appreciate it. It will put on a good show. Uh, Dee's record against me in high-profile matches is not what you would call good, um, so I, I think you know I have an advantage going into that match. Uh, but you know, never say never. He's 
he's he's he's very talented and you know on the right any given you know the whole any given Sunday on the right night and with the right lights he could win. And of course we do know I know one thing for certain if that match were to happen at Philadelphia Freedom the smell of beer in the air will be there. It as it always is with it be the match. Uh, well, it, it'll be Philadelphia. It's going to smell like beer anyway. Fair enough. And last but not least, number one sitting at the top of the charts right now, and her match is still underway at Radiversary. Uh, she is Tigress, and I mean, it would be Tigress's first ever world title opportunity were she to make it to do the dance against you at Philadelphia Freedom. Talk to me about what that would be like. So I've had a bunch of matches with Tiggs, but never anything on this kind of level, nothing at this level of spotlight. Um, you know, and I've won some against her and I've lost some against her. Uh, I will say usually when I've lost against her, it's been, you know, house shows and things like that. But uh, uh, she's very talented. I, I can't get in that ring. She is very talented. She's, she's a tough fight. No, no, no questions asked. Um, if I think, of all the matches you listed, that is the, mo- the least predictable match for me. I don't know if it's the toughest match, but it's the least predictable match. Okay. Yeah, I would say, because it's, she's probably, of all she, all the others, we, we know you've had recent matches with or had a lot of matches with. And so, yeah, she would definitely be somewhat of an unknown commodity as far as her world title be a first opportunity on the grand, on the grand stage in the grand match in the main event so uh it would definitely be interesting it certainly would make a, it certainly would uh, draw some money as well uh would you like to spin the wheel and find out who you face tomorrow on superstars which by the way ladies and gentlemen will be live from lexington kentucky rupp arena home of the kentucky wildcats uh would you, would you like to spin the wheel, sir? Sure, why not? All right. Let's spin spin a room. You don't have to sing along with the wheel. Right. Okay. You will be taking on Uncle Frank tomorrow. In Lexington. Oh, oh joy. And rapture, even. <laughs> I get to fight a mountain with the swollen face. Yes, you do. So good luck to you against Uncle Frank tomorrow. Thank you, I think. And hopefully next week we will, we will be able to pare it down to two. Two potential challengers for the World Weight Championship along with all the other titles. Uh, good luck to you. Well, thank you. All right. So I have in my hand a text from the championship committee on who will challenge Buckstock for the Saturday night title here at the top of the hour. The championship committee has chosen Denzel the Giant. Denzel, if you are available and ready to take on Buckshot here in about 10 minutes, please... Uh, let us know, and uh, that match will happen at the top of the hour. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I mentioned tomorrow in Lexington, Kentucky, the main event for the Superstars title, it will be Mithras taking on Strangleheart uh, for the Superstars championship. 
That ought to be fun. So, all right. More to come here in just a little bit. We're going to take a quick song break. When we return, the Saturday Night Championship match. More superstars say their piece. We'll talk with the likes of Marcus Conan, uh, Maeve O'Hare, Paragon of Greatness, Lady Vex. They are all here. Folks, we'll be right back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. On the Back to Basics Radio Network, I have breaking news, El Vegan. (laughs) 
We come on. Mabel Hare is still your Midnight Hobo Champion. She has successfully retained her title once again, this time against Hobo Ezekiel at Radiversary. So uh, despite being inducted into the Hall of Fame, Hobo Ezekiel, uh, not quite the greatest of nice for him as he does not able to retain, to grab the national title or not the Midnight Hobo title from Mabel Hare and, of course, poor Mama Moose. Uh, but... Yeah, that was not the best night. But anywho, congratulations to lovely Mabel Hare, still your Midnight Hobo champion. She is, we ha, I mean, she, we, she is definitely, she's got the second longest reign in Midnight Hobo Championship history, uh, L Vacant. She's certainly, she's certainly doing, doing her, doing it right. Um, it is definitely, she has been Hobo champion since mid-November, I want to say. So. That sounds right. Yep, going. She'll probably. It looks like she'll be going on seven months now. So, congratulations to Maeve. We'll talk with her in just a little bit. All right. So, with that being said, I said in the top of the hour we would have the Saturday Night Championship match. Elvigan, you want to get a head start down to the ringside? Uh, I believe uh, Doc is waiting for you. Uh, all right. Get moving. You know. I'm going. All right. You're still here. Go. Oh, okay. I forgot. You have the wireless speaker now. You quit. Okay. All right. At any rate, folks, here in just mere moments, it will be Buckshot and Denzel the Giant for the RAWS Saturday Night Championship. Uh, Buckshot, the only three-time winner of the Saturday Night Championship. He looks to retain it tonight against Denzel the Giant. All right. I'm hitting the start of the match and sending it down to Doc now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Saturday Night Championship on After Hours, the Back to Basics Radio Network. It is Buckshot, the reigning champion, taking on the big man, Denzel the Giant, a huge, huge brute. Uh, But Buckshot is accustomed to these matches. He knows exactly what it takes to win this title. He's won it three on three separate occasions. Buckshot, Denzel the Giant. El Vacant, your take on this match before it gets underway. Two very, very different styles uh, in the ring this evening. Uh, you know, you have you have the, 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 the Giants man, almost as big as me, you know, walking the ring, very much a power game. Uh, and then you have Buckshot, uh, you know, much more of a brawler. Uh, just started to get very good. Oh, wait, he didn't really wait for us to finish talking. He jumped in right out, right out of the gate. With a, that vicious chop block trying to cut the big man down. Look at that. Oh, geez, oh, and that just punched him right in the face. Like, what? Told you he was a brawler. And then a clothesline followed up with a shoulder block. He is taking it to the big guy. I must say, early on in the match, a spine buster and then a brain buster. The champion you, come out of the game. How did you brain buster that man? Like, the raw power needed. That was incredible. Indeed, it was definitely a, a definitely a hell of a feat of strength from Buckshot, the reigning Saturday Night Champion. A good start to the match. Denzel, Denzel not looking too good here in the early going. Although now Buckshot's posed to do something else. He's going for another move, and then a Canadian Destroyer on Big oh. Denzel, the Giant, the champion, making a statement early in this one. He plans right on retaining this title. 
All right, the challenger now with a back rake, a mandible claw, figure four leg rock, cobra clutch. He's a little bit he, – he was slowed definitely by that first – a good, a good uh, rebound by the challenger, but will it be enough? Buckshot now shaking off the cobwebs. It is now his turn. Can he get back on the offensive after that impressive display by Denzel the Giant? You still there, El Vegas? Went for his own Cobra clutch, and it looks like like Denzel saw that coming and just shrugged it right off and followed up with his own elbow, just a brutal elbow straight to the face. Look at that. And then, oh, good. I don't know if a cutter cuts it when a man that big just grabs your head and drops to the planet. He attacked him with the ring. The challenger now showing his dominance. The champion, after missing that Cobra clutch, it, it, it was a huge, huge opportunity for Denzel. He's making the most of it now. Now, what is the challenger going to do? Oh, who would have thought that big man could hit a, hit a destroyer of his own? Look at that. that that's that's not a that's not a Canadian destroyer. That's a that dude. That's a ring destroyer. That's what that is. And it appears Buckshot ring moves like a foot. It appears Buckshot was distracted by Wildfire at ringside. Thus, why the Cobra Clutch was unable to work on the big man Denzel the Giant. I mean, Denzel admittedly, was, I'm distracted by her at ringside too. She is the reigning estrogen champion at the moment. Uh, Cougars come to ringside cheering on Buckshot. I wasn't aware that she was a fan, but, you know, hey. Looks like Buckshot has uh, some support in the back there. Champion now taking his time. That last volley by Denzel took, took Probably away. Probably trying to remember how to count the bread. Does the champion do now? Wildfires out here, uh, you know, spouting off about the Cosa Nostra. No Cosa Nostra has definitely been making some noise as of late. Denzel yell, yells a battle cry. Buckshot goes for a chop block, but Denzel was playing possum. And then Denzel trying a drop kick. It does not work. Then the champion comes back, goes for that Cobra Clutch, gets it, but the sharpshooter did not work. Now Denzel, the giant, the challenger, on the attack. Ooh, brutal elbow oh, strike. He grabbed him by the head and threw him across the ring. Look at that. That's, a, that's the second time we've seen that, too. He's just grabbing, grabbing the champion by the hair, flinging him across the ring. Neck breaker and a brain buster. Denzel with giant. It doesn't look wrong when it goes the other way, right? When Denzel picks somebody up and drops them on their head, that looks like, well, that's what should happen. <laughs> Indeed. The champion now is reeling. He is definitely, definitely in trouble. Now he's done. Okay, now I, that's not okay. You don't, don't disparage tacos. Why do you got to talk bad about tacos like that? Hmm? Uh, definitely. So now, oh, it doesn't look good now for the champion. Is... <clears throat> no, not at all. 
Goes for the pin, does Denzel the Giant after the Dragon Sleeper. He goes one, two, three. We have a new Saturday night champion. It is Denzel the Giant, ladies and gentlemen, winning over Buckshot. The Saturday night championship changes hands again for the second month in a row. Congratulations to Denzel the Giant. He is your new Saturday night champion. El Vacant, your thoughts? Oh, that was, like, that was a really well, I mean, that was a really well done match uh, on Denzel's part. I mean, Buckshot was a hell of a champion. Uh, you know, like I said, he's he's had his belt multiple times before. He knows what it takes. You know, and he came out of the, he came out of the the gate really strong. But you know, he just got a, he just got outmaneuvered uh, by the big man. Uh, you know, every time every time Buckshot tried to get get some momentum going, you know, Denzel just stopped him in his tracks. Uh, you know, that's you know, I'm used to seeing that big man just sort of power his way through things, but he he. He he won he he won that more with his brain than his body I would say. So congratulations to Denzel the Giant, your new Saturday Night Champion. Now send it back up to the studio with Lord Amadeus El Vacant. You're already. I got it back. You, you, you'll get. All right, back to you, Lord Amadeus. All right, thank you, uh, Doc Dillinger and El Vacant. El Vacant will join us here momentarily back in the studio, but. Denzel the Giant, your new Saturday night champion. He now will – your next scheduled defense of that title will be July 10th, Denzel. Yeah. You be, should be here on July 10th to defend the Saturday night championship. All right. So, wow. That was a good match. Very good match. Indeed. Oh, what? You, you, you really, you've got that route planned out well. Now that was a pretty quick transition. Let's see. See, I, I, I don't have to like figure it out anymore. I just go. <laughs> All I mean, right. the worst part was the first time you sent me. Like, I didn't actually have any idea where the ring was in this building, so I was just walking around, like looking at janitors, going, "Uh, okay." And they, and they didn't speak Spanish, so they didn't. Yeah, you know, which is weird. The janitor not speaking Spanish, but they didn't. So they were just like, I don't know, Q, and I'm like, no, no, K. And then, and then they were like, I don't know, R, and that, that didn't help either. So then eventually, so I was like, yeah, I forget it, and I had to find the ring. But now I know where it is. So it's just... All right. So we mentioned earlier about Hobo Ezekiel uh, attacking Liam O'Shaughnessy due to Liam's use, Liam and Denunzio's use of the head of Mama Moose in their vending machine of pain match. Let's take a listen to what Hobo had to say earlier today. It's a whole boat attack. All aboard! <laughs> Somebody is going to explain to me why Mama Moose is dead! <laughs> I went from feeling on top of the world, the biggest moment in my life. I'm talking bigger than a lifetime pass at, Chuck- at a Chuck E. Cheese dumpster. What I saw, what R-A-W-F saw, transpire, was an anus act from the Brick City Bard. I want answers, but what I really want is to get 
my hands on Liam O'Shaughnessy. This Sunday night on Superstars, we gotta settle this out in the ring. And I will get some answers out of you, Liam. So think carefully what words Yins is gonna use tomorrow night. I'll be waiting. Click, click, clickety, clickety, clack. Clickety, clack. It's a hobo attack. Hobo Ezekiel, extremely upset over over what happened to Mama Moose, wants to know how the hell the head of Mama Moose got involved into this match in the first place. Blames Liam for it. He wants Liam O'Shaughnessy in the ring tomorrow on Superstars. Uh... And if I get word from Liam O'Shaughnessy that he wants, that he accepts that match, that match will happen tomorrow on Superstars. But, uh, I mean, it seems like that for a while, you know, these two were, were fairly good friends. Liam was getting Hobo kind of on a, on a better track, a better place possibly. Uh, he certainly was dressing nicer, smelled better. Uh, he smelled really, I mean, he looked better than we'd ever seen him uh, at the Hall of Fame ceremony last week. All vacant, but this, I have a feeling this is not going to be good uh, for any of the parties involved. Hobo Ezekiel, obviously very, very close to Mama Moose. Your thoughts? Uh, look, I, 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 I'm hoping it's some cruel trick and that it's not real, but uh, by the reaction, I suspect it is. Um, and that is, that is, that is despicable. I mean, like, I, I, I frankly, I, I hope. I hope whoever would do such a dastardly thing is found by Hobo because I think that they'll get exactly what they deserve. I mean, and yeah, I, I, obviously Mama Moose was, you know, it was, you know, Hobo was very close to Mama Moose. I, I yeah, we, our condolences to you, Hobo, and hopefully we'll get some answers out of out of, out of, of Liam O'Shaughnessy tomorrow. All right. Next up, someone we haven't talked to live on air uh, before here on After Hours. He is here, a hell of a victory over Chris Cage in the ambulance match at Radiversary. Everybody, please welcome... Congratulations on your victory at Radiversary over Chris Cage. That was a very brutal 
ambulance match, but at the end of it, you got the W. Talk to me about how it feels uh, winning the ambulance match. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, well, um, person, obviously, it's brutal. Uh, still got some scars, staples, uh, bruises, as said. But I feel vindicated. I feel like I've proven to everyone watching, uh, certainly proven to yourselves. Uh, I did take note, by the way, on your predictions that you pretty much said I had no, near to no chance of standing up to Chris Cage and doing what I said. I would do, and I did just that. You did? So you proved I me feel wrong. I, I, I humbly well. apologize I was wrong. I accept your apology, because I am, when it is deserved, I am a forgiving person. I, I mean, I, I to be admit, fair. It was a very impressive match. I, I Very impressive. To be fair, we know much more about Chris Cage than we knew about you, Marcus. You've only been in the company a couple months, but you've been fairly impressive, and that definitely was uh, the first defining moment for you in your RAWF career, uh, the victory over Chris Cage. And I feel you know, it, you definitely sent him a message not to mess around with Black Irish after what he did to IKP. Um, but what what is – what, what is uh, – the plan for the Irish icon moving forward now that you've gotten that out of the way? Or is it over, truly over between you and Chris Cage? He may be in the hospital, but I know Chris Cage, he's not going to be there long. Well, that's on him, isn't it, really? If he wants to come for me as some measure of revenge, that's on him. I don't dictate that. If he wants to come fight me, I'll come knock his lights out again. But if that's not the case, if that doesn't happen, uh, I actually, uh, <laughs> funny, funny sort of thing, I actually have a, a couple of pointers to make because with the defeat of Chris Cage at my hands, it's got me thinking a little bit about events that have transpired, other events that have transpired, uh, both recently in terms of just at Radiversary and also prior to that. I want to talk to you about things like uh, Luke Cage turning into the Hell Machine, um, the Atheist Wall and Denunzio uh, twisting Nightcrawler and, you know, uh, even to sort of a lesser extent, Hotshot Chaz's little bit of slip into darkness, these sorts of things. I I would say a little concerned that RAWF is becoming less a company where we put on the best matches, have the best talkers, all of this and that, and more of a murder house, quite frankly. It does seem to have been taking. We, we've mentioned this before. It does seem to be taking a, a dark turn in some place, in some corners here in R.A.W.F. But you know, yeah, you know, 
it is what it is, and for right now, nobody has, you know, I don't see it a need. It is what it is, but does it have to be, is my question. Well. Because, you know, there are people, perfectly accomplished people, perfectly sane, or at least sane in comparison people, at the top of their game now, that are, you know, Maeve, for one, uh, Griffith. You know, STB, these people don't have to resort to the darkest of things in order to show that they are great competitors. Well, Marcus... yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. don't. I don't agree or disagree with your with, with your synopsis there. But at the same time, uh, it's not like it, it, people have to be free to dis, to explore certain things or be or allow themselves to be uh, turned. It, it is up to them. But you know, are you saying there's something you want to do about this? There is something I want to do about it. I think that when you have Wanton destruction, as is what happened in the uh, tag team match involving Nightcrawler and Hotshot Chaz, where Nightcrawler ended up attacking people not within the match, attacking the people that watch our product, right? Attacking people that officiate our product. These sorts of things... You know, I don't believe Nightcrawler is beyond redemption, first of all. Let me make that perfectly clear. I don't believe that he's beyond redemption. I think that there is a spark of him that can be reignited with the aid of the fans proving that they can still be behind him. And hey, if I wasn't busy enough with my own issues, I would have more than willing, would have more than willing helped him to find who absconded with his feline friend. But I was busy. And, you know, maybe uh, maybe that's just what happens when too many people are busy doing their own things. But I just, I don't know. I think that it's getting to a point now where we and just say, you know, oh, this is just something that happens. I think someone has to be willing to put their foot down and show that this is not the right path to be taking. And if that person has to be the Irish icon, then so it shall be. All right. Well, Marcus, once again, congratulations on your victory at Radiversary, definitely a huge win. Would you like to spin the wheel and find out who you face tomorrow on Superstars in Lexington, Kentucky? Oh, well, I'm here. Why not? All right. Give her a spin. Marcus Conan, tomorrow on Superstars, you take on the Teflon Sheik. That should be a good match. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me about that Teflon. That is a lovely place to start. 
<laughs> that is well, a lovely place to start. Yeah, that's I mean, not bad, is it? Even <laughs> then, when I can, when you can mention someone like the Teflon Shaken as arrogant and as you know difficult with other people as the Teflon Sheik is, you know, he's no he's no um, Chris Cage, he's no uh, atheist war-bringing cinder blocks to the ring, he's, you know, he's no Cosa Nostra. Uh, so, it's a start, granted, it's not the ideal people that I want to be tangling with right now, but it's a start. Well, I, I think that's a, that's a good point, in fact. When I can bring up someone like the Teflon Sheik and think, oh, that's someone that is relatively normal in comparison to some people we have here, that kind of says a lot, doesn't it? It, it really kind of does, now that you put it that way. <laughs> Indeed. All I right. want Daisy yeah, all right, Marcus. Well, good luck to you against Teflon Sheik. And uh, keep us updated on what you're planning to t- do about uh, all the darkness happening in RIWF. And uh, I Don't guess I'm putting it mildly. Time, What's that? I'm saying, don't you worry. I certainly will. My actions will define me. All right. The Irish icon, Marcus Conan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he takes on the Teflon Sheik tomorrow on a Superstars. Let's now bring on still Midnight Hobo champion. Uh, she is. months of hoboness and she can't Some, stand someone herself. once said someone once said that the the two nicest words in the english language were and still and starting to think he might have had a point <laughs> so congratulations Maeve. victory over hobo ezekiel ensures you another month of midnight hobo championship reign the second longest in rawf history uh, so definitely something to be proud of as you continue uh, make, continue adding to the record for ladies with the Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, so how does it feel? Talk to me about the win over Hobo and uh, 
what so, what do you think is next for Maeve O'Hare? I mean, going in, uh, we're we're a little nervous, as uh, I may have mentioned, because I mean, you know, he's the midnight the midnight hobo and hobo Ezekiel, and he's going into the Hall of Fame, and you know, makes me this this horrible person for for make, making him lose out on the title on this big night, um, and then it just seemed like. For a while there, it's we're going to be like in a match with Frank, where he you know just couldn't couldn't get things going, and then um, it it was strange. It was like the the more I hit him, the the more he kept coming at me, and he just he did not want to stay down, and he did not make it easy on me. Um, so I'm going to give him full credit for that. It were a hell of a fight, um, and I really thought toward the end there that he might make the comeback of the year. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from Hobo. It it were a, a fantastic fight, and I'd be honored to face him again at some point. But you know, boss man, I've been thinking. Mm-hmm. No. And what have you, been you know, I've uh, I've been you know, I mean, I have this belt. I've had it for for going going on eight months now, and you know, I see it every day. And I've I've mentioned before that. I'm just not partial to Midnight Hobo, you know. I I did finally get rid of those crates though once once you told me just how flammable they were. Um, <laughs> Probably. So not. I, I'm not keeping I'm not keeping those around the house because the last thing I need is to be Mrs. O'Leary version too. Um, but you know, yeah. I, I I'm now the, the the second most long form. What? How would you put it? I've held the belt longer than anyone else in this company, save one. Um, but we're not talking about the freshen machine right now. Uh, and I'm just I'm not feel I'm not feeling the midnight hobo thing. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling it something else. I'm not sure what yet. Wait, why? I'm I'm gonna start calling it something else. It's mid belt, and I don't uh, like midnight you, hobo. I mean. Technically, you can call it whatever you want. Officially, it's not, it's still going to be the Midnight Hobo Championship. You can't just change the name of a title. What if I what if I break it on someone and make a new one? I mean, nope. that seems to work around here. No, no, no. I mean, no. With, with, I mean, you could you could call you could call it your your BB. I don't care what you call it, but it is still going to be the Midnight Hobo oh, Championship. Sure. <laughs> sure, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want no baby. Noisy <laughs> and messy and expensive, and they smell. Babies are gross. They are. I've got fourteen baby cousins at home. I don't need no more babies. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I I want to point out that the you know the second longest reign, the first longest reign was caught by a man who never drank a drop of alcohol in his life. Let alone well, I can't hope that the threshing machine is boring. Well, I mean that's fair, but he he never he never wanted to change the name of the title because you know it kind of represented R.A.W.F. Hall mean, of no Famer. Account- there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> All right. Well, Maeve, what what? No matter what you decide to call the title, it will still be the Midnight Hobo Championship. But uh, you're doing a great job with it, and we'll find out hopefully next week who will be in contention for the next shot at Philadelphia Freedom, uh, July. Can you give me 4th. like like 
you gave you gave English like this whole laundry list of people it might be. Can you give me some like rough guesstimate of who I might be facing? Ugh, that's kind of it gets hard once you talk about. It, that's a lot of math. That 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 is. I mean, a lot. I I understand not wanting to do math, but I don't like doing math myself. Um. You want me to throw some names out? Is that what you're looking at? Sure. Let's let's just pick some names. All right. All right. Well, if if, if I'm I'm going to look at the range that typically Midnight Hobo falls under, and uh, well, it could be Hobo again. You could possibly have to face Hobo Ezekiel uh, I mean, for a second second I, time. I would be honored to face him again. He he acquitted himself well, and I mean, if anyone should have a Hobo title, maybe it's someone who calls himself Hobo. Um, there is the Paragon of Greatness. Oh, core, no, no. Let's let's not get more Corker involved in this. Let's, he can he can go after something more important than my belt. It could be your good friend Liam O'Shaughnessy. Oh, I'm always happy to face Liam, and not just because I always beat him. It could be R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer Killer Neptune. Oh, he's slippery. Yeah, not like I, I get that he's a fish man, and, and I, I understand that, but he's he's like literally physically slippery. All right, and we'll throw one more name at you that it could possibly be. Could be your good friend and tag team partner, Lady Vex. Oh, oh, you know, for all for all that English wants to talk about how him and, and Miss Lad would would be you know, money maker. I, I really think Lady Vex versus Maeve O'Hare for the Midnight Hobo title would, would make you a lot of money. I'm just saying. I'm not disagreeing. But I mean, that. like that you, you don't you don't have any easy names in there like that. I, I understand that it's you know the top twenty five and so it's the cream of the crop here. But like, you couldn't just like slip like one person in there like you know belt collector. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I I'm spoiled, a, spoiled again. Don't think that one's going to be a possibility at this point. But uh, at any rate, with that being said, Maeve, we will find out. We will have at least two definitive like names for you. you pretend to. What's that? Sometimes I think you don't like me as much as you pretend to. I do. I know you do. You've got good taste. Well, that's true. You'll get to All right. the wheelie thingy. You want to spin the wheelie thing? All right, yeah. let's spin the you let's know spin I love the wheelie. Okay, quit singing along at the wheel. It's... Oh, but I like it. I, I like it when Vacant sings. It's cute. Oh, was it Make It? I thought it was you. Anyways, it weren't me. I don't know that song. Not a song, but anyways, tomorrow on well, Superstar. Along with it, if it ain't a song, it is. It will be Mabel Hare taking on the Hawkster Bully. Oh. oh, certainly have to get my boots ready for that one because that's never an easy draw, neither. Nope, it certainly isn't. So, See, I, told, to- I told you you don't like me. You see, you see how you see how he's personally attacking me, vacant. 
I do. By the way, folks, I've given up on Excedrin. Twinkies work ten times better. It looks like you're eating a sponge, lad. I mean, I've, I, I, no, no, shut, shut up, Maeve, shut up, Maeve. Maeve, good luck to you tomorrow against, mm, I got some of my lips, no. All right, thank you, Maeve. Mm-hmm. Good luck tomorrow on Superstars. Thank you, Bossman. Good night, Vacant. Hasta bye-bye. Uh, next up, she is a newly minted R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, fresh off a hell of a radiversary for her. There she is. You've had a week uh, to sibber on the fact that you are now an RAWF Hall of Famer. Uh, what what are your final thoughts on the matter? It's been a, a pretty relaxing week for me, really. Uh, belt collector never showed up, so I've just been able to sit there and look at this lovely ring. And um, I still say it's too early for me, but. Uh, I'm extremely proud of the people that I have been put in with. Um, I've had some thoughts brewing around. I'm waiting for uh, a couple people to get back for me, and then I've got something I'm going to throw at you hopefully soon. Wait, you're going to throw something at me? So, Why? An idea. An idea. Oh. I, you want me to throw the Twinkie at you? He's yes. With that would, I get it back then. It, it would smush. I would smush it. Well, that's I, those are they're still edible, smushed. Actually, sometimes they're better <laughs> smushed. No comment. I mean, Twinkies do last a thousand years, even you know. Sometimes. Through the zombie apocalypse, yeah, I saw Zombie Land too. 
But at any who, uh, Vex, what's next for you? Um, I mean, REWF Hall of Fame, some consider that the epitome of their career. Do you consider uh, where does Lady Vex go next? You've got so much already on your resume. Two-time World of Weight champion, longest reigning national champion. Uh, I mentioned earlier you could potentially be a challenger for Maeve's Midnight Hobo champion, a title you have not held. Uh, what are your thoughts on possibly facing Maeve for the Midnight Hobo Championship, your good friend and tag team partner? Oh, that'd be a fun match. It'd be lots of music and lots of people stopping by, you know, because they they love to come watch Maeve wrestle. They, they're not there for me. Um, <laughs> we'd have a good time um, without a doubt. And Vacant would be sure to be at ringside. And... Uh, Midnight Hobo is one of the ones I haven't held yet, and I I would have liked to have gotten further along on my, you know, titles I need list before Hall of Fame, but it is what it is. There has been uh, three years of a lot of work, um, more than most know. Maeve knows it, and she is the one, the reason that, uh, that is the reason she is the one that I asked to uh, make the speech that she did. Um, Now... Um, I wouldn't mind being the second to watching her run for Hall of Fame. Um, being that push, being that second half to the tag team, um, I think it'd be a fantastic thing to see happen for someone else that has so much talent she doesn't know what to do with sometimes. I mean, not that, that that is very true, indeed. And you know, that is hopefully. I I have a feeling she is going to be a Hall of Famer somewhere down the road, uh, no doubt about that. But with that being said, uh, it, it, I also think the two you may have a very good chance of winning the tag team titles in the near future. Something you're you're really hoping for? Absolutely. Um, there's some tag team records I would like to set. Um, you know, how many people will take four different partners to the tag team title match and win it with two different partners? Um, you know, how many times has a two woman team ever been tag team champions? You know, that is, uh, (laughs) that is something I, I salivate over. I do not believe or can recall there ever being a two women tag team champions in RAWF. And if anyone if anyone can remember that and correct me, feel free, but I can't remember a single time when there has been two women as tag team champions. So yeah, that would definitely be one hell of a, a feat, uh, certainly, to add to your resume along with Maeve. So I wish you both the best of luck in that. And of course, as we said, Unstoppable Season 5 starts has has started so good luck to you and all the other tag teams in RAWF it is probably the toughest division in RAWF and well run I might add by the great Unstoppable alright so Vex any last any 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 last thoughts you'd like to share you know I don't really have a whole lot like I said Belt Collector never even Showed up to the ring, so um, yeah, I had a kinda pretty hard, relaxed. Kind of hard to talk about a great victory when that person, when the person <laughs> doesn't even show up. Yeah, you're, you're. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a psychological victory. 
it, it is definitely a uh, psychological victory. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to get the crowd uh, pumped up and we're going to have a sing-along while we wait for those last moments. It should be a good time. But, hey, who am I facing tomorrow? Maybe it'll be somebody fun. Huh. Good question. Let's spin the wheel and find out. Really? Be a random draw. Lady Vex, tomorrow you take on Kayla the Governess. Haven't seen much from her here. I've seen it from her in a lot of other companies, so that should be a fun one. Yeah, she is, she, she's she's relatively new to RAWF, uh, but you know, we all know. I think we all are pretty much familiar with her as well as her husband Kane. So uh, it should be a good match, a fun match uh, between you and Kayla tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you. All right. That is Lady Vex. Uh, let's see here. We got a lot of people still to talk to. Uh, let's bring on man who, who was very active at Radiversary, but did not didn't walk out in the best of conditions. If you say he had three big matches, and I'm not sure that he won any of them. But that being said, he is here tonight to talk to us. He is. Sharpenstein, Chris, good evening. Oh, good evening. How are you doing today? <laughs> Finally got your theme song. We're all good there. Uh, however, Radiversary didn't go quite as you had planned, uh, losing to both Mark Caliber and, and Demented Fallen Angel. Uh, talk to Not me. really. I beat her. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Two out of well, three ain't bad. It's like me both said. Well, Two out I of mean, three ain't bad. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. So talk to me about the win over DFA then. Ooh. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Well, let's see. It's destruction back and forth. You know me, I like to bring the cinder block into the ring, burn the table. 
I'm sure I wouldn't see the last of her. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. So talk to me about what happened in that tag team match where Nightcrawler basically lost his shit at the end. Did What did you see What, what from your perspective and the beating you took there? Uh, what did you see out of that match? Well, I see potential. Of course, he started losing it after Cougar walked out with the kitty. Of course, I did say the kitty safe. And sure enough. (laughs) So you think you 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 think he had potential? Is that what you're saying? You think you you think you liked what you saw out of Nightcrawler? Of course, he's got potential to turn to the dog side. All right. Well, we'll see what I kind of potential. That... We find out tomorrow what kind of potential he actually has because he is your opponent tomorrow on Superstars. You oh, will be facing Nightcrawler tomorrow in Lexington. Oh, that would be perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, good luck to you against that. I mean, I, I'm sure he still has a – has a, some anger over what happened with Theo. I'm just saying. I don't know yeah. if I'd want to be you right now. Yeah, I've been through worse. No big deal. All right. Well, Chris, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Of course. The atheist wall, Chris Sharpenstein, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but now the man who uh, beat him at Radiversary is here. Let's bring on Marcus Caliber is here. Marcus, good evening. Good evening to you too, Ray. And let me just say what I heard from you earlier seemed kind of disturbing. You 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 heard what? What was disturbing? That you're hiding under the desk. I'm not hiding under the desk. I have tw- I have Twinkies under the desk. I'm not hiding under the That's desk. That's what I'm saying. What's wrong with Twinkies That's under what the I'm desk? Saying. You find it, wait, right. he all, just called you a Twinkie. Wait, of all the things uh, that you would no, find disturbing, no, no. 
Okay. But at any rate, Marcus, a huge win over Chris Sharpenstein at Radiversary in your Pandora's box of fun match. Talk to me about that match. One thing's for sure, it was it was really brutal. Certainly lived up to what happened the last time, if you remember that. I remember certainly that. Certainly a whole bunch of surprises. Certainly a whole bunch of surprises happened this time. From Zyber Links coming down out of nowhere. Even even my own stepfather coming down coming out of the one of the boxes. It was just chaotic all over the place. But at the end of the day, I finally managed to put Sharpenstein in his place. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. It was a huge win for you, Mark Kiss at Radiversary. So, with that being said, uh, is it over between you and Serpentine, or is it just begun? That I don't know. If there is one thing for sure that I know, what may happen? My stepfather, Calvin Clark, he may have made it. He may have made something put a target on his own back. I can only think of like what's going to happen between him and if he and Chris were to collide at some point. But you know what? If they're, if they're not done with me or any, any of my friends and family, because I do remember apparently that, uh, him locked, him and Cyber locking up CFA and my brother Alexander in the locker room area. I have a feeling that they will want to get some payback too. Like I said, if they want they want some more, I'd be more we'd be more than happy to give them some more. All right. Well, Marcus, congratulations again on the victory. Let's find out who you face tomorrow on Superstars. Would you like that? Spin the wheel. All right. You're taking on It's Angel, bitch. That'll be your opponent tomorrow on Superstars. All right? Fine with me. All right. Good luck to you. And uh, as folks, as you know, the new rankings period started with this Wednesday's round robins. This will be the second match of the rankings period. So uh, to everybody. All right. Anything else you want to add, Marcus, before I move on? Um, actually, yes. Yeah. The FA just told me something. Oh. She doesn't want me to reveal it yet, but perhaps tomorrow we'll 
Okay. Talking in your head. Thank you, Marcus. Yes. You know, Elvaker. Mm-hmm. Question for you, because Marcus brings up a good point. We the last two or three people we've talked to now, uh, two people at least, they're, they're kind of cuckoo for their cocoa puffs. They're at a dark place doing weird things. Do you think he has a point? Is RAWF becoming too spooky? I mean, I I I I think you might want to hire you know maybe some professional help for some of these people, but. I mean, I don't know if I'd say spooky. You okay over there? Yes, I I, I am. <clears throat> and, and it's just weird, you know. I, I and it's it's something. The thing is, I hate to you know as much as I hate to talk about it, I can I can I can relate to it because well we know my history with I, that kind of thing. I, I know. So it is, you know, it it is interesting. To say the least, we'll have to keep an eye on this trend. It does seem to be continuing from Luke Cage, uh, along with Sharpenstein, Mark, Marcus and Alexander Caliber, DFA, uh, even like Hotshot Chaz is going to a slightly different. And of course, Chris Cage, well, he's always been there. So, but at any rate, let's bring on somebody that's not dark in any way whatsoever. Uh, he is an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. He is and a man who, at this time last year, at Philadelphia Freedom, was looking to defend America's honor and did so uh, against size. So, uh, right, uh, the Philadelphia Freedom, a good time for this man. He is. Redneck Avenger joining us now. R.A., are you there? Hello? Damn it. Every single time you pull him on the daggum radio, Adam Zoon, here he goes and gets a beer. I mean, you have, like, impeccable timing. I mean, like, Bill Vacant, it's like it's Bill Vacant luring him away with a taco. I mean, they Uh, are yummy. Just a second, I'll go get him. Hey, R.A., you're on now. Damn it! Every single damn time. Uh, let me get to the microphone. All right, we got it over here, keeping it warm for you. Um, hey, LA, how you doing? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Man, I'm finding a frog here split three ways. <laughs> I'm not sure what that oh. means, but 
it sounds it sounds like you're in a good place. Frogs here. It's really fine. They're very. You ever seen frogs here? Uh, I'm gonna have to get you some stock and some more excitement because you know it's what I'm gonna do. All right, last year at Philadelphia Freedom, you defended America's honor against size. That was a hell of a match, if I remember uh, correctly. But so, what do you plan to do following up to this Philadelphia Freedom? Got any ideas? Well, uh, I don't know who is directly threatening America's honor, so I don't think anyone's like deliberately put themselves in the crosshairs. But you know, if you have somebody that you really, really, really think that just needs a good boot in their ass, you come the guy. Uh, you know, I would say I'm half drunk tonight, but I'd be lying. Because you're all drunk? Why, you correct him a little. <laughs> I'm at least three quarters of the way there. Oh, well, you know, all right. Uh, well, we don't know, um, of course, it's a, Philadelphia Freedom a long way away. Uh, no mm-hmm. idea who your opponent is, but we can spin the wheel and find out who your opponent is for tomorrow if you'd like. Shoot, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. I love that thing. It makes my little heart go pretty fast. It will be Redneck Avenger taking on Claymore tomorrow on Superstars. The uh, new, uh, 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 uh. the Are newly you sure? minted R A W Hall of Fame. What? Is this ain't Christmas? Are you really sure? Wait, are you saying Claymore Santa Claus? Is this, are you saying this is huh? No, I'm saying it's like Christmas in June. You know, not like not quite July, but you know, right? You know, but. So you like that matchup? No, you like? Yeah, I always like that matchup. I mean, like you couldn't beat that with a stick if it was standing still and pad up. All right. You know. Well, all right. There was something that went on. I, you know, that kind of that kind of puts me makes my little brain thinking. You know, there was a lot of. I mean, you was in the chat. There were some folks that wasn't too happy with how all the. You know, with me getting into the WU Hall of Fame, you know, I, I'm happy that, I honestly am happy that Claymore got into the REWF Hall of Fame because, you know, no matter how I feel about him, he did earn it. But, you know, there's some places that are just a hair bit more biased, you know, and uh, anyway, there were some folks that were in that little crew of folks, and I don't put a We'll put a link in the chat, you know. Um, there's some folks that were kind of upset that I made it to the WU Hall of Fame, and um, I feel sorry for them. Then again, I really don't because I never felt sorry for them. But um, that just that just nests with the uh, a match of Claymore so eloquently, you know. I can't I can't really it's poetic, you know. I, I would say I couldn't speak to it. You know, in, in Griff, you know, I am absolutely agree with you on that, and that's fine. And uh, but you know, some folks are a little bit, a little bit chat. So you know, 
you can see you know, the, the whole whole headquarters and folks. But uh, <clears throat> it was a uh, there's some folks who are a bit upset. But I'm looking very forward to going and taking on Claymore at uh, uh, tomorrow at the show. I mean, uh, I mean, you like send me back, and give me a flashback to Christmas, you know, because it'd be like a Christmas gift. I'm all for it. And one good thing, you know, Hall of Fame achievement unlocked. I guess that means I can concentrate a lot more on my stuff for. Uh, all right, all right. Well, good luck to you tomorrow on Superstars, sir. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Um, Absolutely. Little, I might be a little less and maybe a little more dry. It's kind of spinning the wheel. All right. So, folks, with that being said, I'm going to go around the horn and ask if anyone has anything to promote tonight. I will start with the lovely Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, I don't have a promotion so much as a question. All right. I guess we can call it Q&A as well as promotion time. What, 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 what's up? So um, I'm thrilled to, to have you on the roster in NMW now, but what are you up to? Thank you. You're scheming something. What? I have no idea what you're talking about, Maeve. No, uh-huh. zero. And even if I was scheming something, no offense, Lass, I wouldn't tell you. I'm going to keep that in mind because, you know, I'm kind of your boss there. Well, you know, spoilers. <laughs> All right, I'm keeping my eye on you. But I, I am thrilled to have you. So welcome I'm to the I'm thrilled to be, a part of the, to be a part of it. I can't wait to see you in action as a GM. All right. Thank you, Maeve. Uh, We'll go with Marcus Codan. Marcus, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, Just simply that any of these psychopaths that I've mentioned want to step toe-to-toe with me, maybe offer something of their just despicable choosing, uh, Philly Freedom, they're more than welcome. I will be waiting. All right. Thank you, Marcus. Um, Paragon, we didn't get to talk to you much tonight, but the, to to be fair, your matches are not over. Your match is not over at Radiversary, But is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, you know, uh, I actually just want to promote giving more of more of a platform to Marcus Conan because I got to tell you, I'm picking up what this guy's putting down. I I love to see that somebody out there wants to clean up this Rogues Gallery in RAWF. Love what the guy's doing. Keep it up. All right. Thank you, Paragon. L. Vacant, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, seeing you still have your little fixation, I guess I should continue selling the twink, the uh, Twinkadeus down at the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, you know, the, 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 the trucks because because they sold really well uh, the other week. So I, I think that I might, might have to make that might be because I bought like thirty of them. Sure, but you know I don't care who buys them as long as they sell. So I think I'm going to make them a permanent menu item. You better. You better. You better. You bet. Exactly. Thank you, El Vacant. All right. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? You better do it, you lie. 
was a tension. All right. Uh, Chris Sharpenstein, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Not yet, but I will let you know when I do. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Vex, what would you like to promote tonight? I was wondering if you forgot me. Um, I'm going to push this one for um, Judgment, Hatfield and McCoy sign-ups. They will be closing tonight. Um, tonight is the night that I help Judge get his lists organized and make sure no one gets missed and all of that good stuff. Um, so get in there, get signed up. You've got maybe an hour, give or take, depending on if I can stay on subject. Sometimes, you know, you just get distracted, shiny objects, judgment, talking about Skittles, you know. Well, speaking of judgment, judgment, do you have anything to promote tonight that Vex didn't already promote for you? Um, yeah, no. Oh, that reminds me, Judge. I, I have to tell you something. I, I, I've been putting it off, but I, I kind of have to tell you something. You, you, you know how you do the fireworks display every year at Philadelphia Freedom? Yes. You're not going to have to do that this year because we're in Philadelphia on July 4th. They got their own fireworks. They even got the stadium already ready for it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Honestly, Philadelphia is footing the bill for this. I don't need to pay for it. Therefore, I don't need you to pay for it. No, you don't. I'm going to have a special one. I'm going to have a special one. I've already been in contact with the people. I'm going to have just a slight little small special firework display. Okay. Just for you, you want to get a little one? A little one? You're not gonna. You don't need small. to go all out. Just a, just a little one. Just gonna go all out. Just a small. Okay. Cool. And it's gonna cost you nothing. Good. Good. I'm glad. But thank you, Judge. Thank you very much. Uh, Coogs, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes. First, I want to remind everybody that High Voltage Season Five is in sign up. So sign ups will close on Wednesday the ninth. And those tournaments will start the same day. And the second thing is I want to promote how you're so concerned about my health that you didn't want to speak to me this evening. (laughs) Are you mad? Oh, no, I no longer get mad. No, you get even. That's what I'm worried about. (laughs) And, yes, I was concerned. I was – and plus – Plus, to be fair, your match at Radiversary is not over either, so, you know, I, I, I suppose we could have said anyways. I apologize. I promise I'll talk to you more next week, okay? Oh, if I decide to show. <laughs> yeah, you can come over here sit on my lap. I'll talk to you. And last but not least, no. the Immortal Griffith. <sighs> no. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the RAWF roster and our fans around the world, do you find that your inner demons have been taking over? Do you feel that perhaps your anger and frustrations have been seeping out through the cracks in your facade and you've been being, I don't know, perhaps a little, what's the word they use these days, extra? 
out there in, in, in the woo world? Well, if that's true, let me remind you of a certain product that another REWF superstar has on the market. Mythestra. I think some of y'all need to take it. Mythestra. All right, and I did fail. I missed somebody. Marcus Caliber, what would you like to to promote tonight? Uh, just a couple of things, really, but and also to ask you a question, LA. But we'll get to that in a bit. Of course, I would like to promote Commonwealth Wrestling and the company that that I that I personally run. Five five to six weekly shows, monthly pay per views, week tournaments and such. I also would like to promote what we talked about earlier between you and Maeve, uh, NMW, which is No Mercy Wrestling. I myself was a guest GM there at uh for a time being. And uh good to have you, LA, but you might want to watch yourself. Anyway, here wait, is wait, the wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. You're, you were a GM? Excuse me. What not? I'm just taking notes. All right, what? Anyway. No, if anyone's going to be threatening boss man, it's going to be me. You, you wait your turn. Anyways, All right. continue. All right. I was thinking recently about one of the latest inductees into the Hall of Fame. Aggie. The, uh... Hell Clown, or whatever he's called. Mm-hmm. Now, I've asked uh, a few people already. I don't think I've ever asked you yet. Say that again? So here it is. Okay. I don't think I've asked you yet. I've asked a few people, so here it is. What do you think would happen if Aggie was to collide with the Joker. Explosions? Fire? Probably some cackling. Definitely some tittering. Fired the uh, well, yeah, collateral damage. Yeah, be awesome. I'd have to turn on the back signal. Well... No need to do that. Although you might be expecting it very soon. Hmm. All right. Thank you for the teaser there, Marcus. We will see what happens. All right. So, folks, we'll be back here next week. We will have, hopefully, the final top 25 rankings and contender matches to announce more updates on the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. And who knows what else. I'll probably go through another box of Twinkies. That'll be fun. I look forward to it. Good night, everybody. That's a lot of calories. Of course I am. Good night, everybody.
Okay. 